we're still quarantined, we're still sweating in the middle of July, and we're most likely still single. But you know what? Consistency is good, right? And so are you, because you've tuned in for another episode of Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? I'm your host, Kristen, and I want to preface this episode by saying this is my real voice. My lovely friend, Kate, if she comes on, I don't know if she'll refer to herself as Kate, but Kate had said my voice had gone through a change. Uh, I think it was just trying to be somewhat human in the first episode and rushing through everything. And I think I've found my pace and I'm settling in. So, you know, good friends are the ones that are going to tell you when you sound like a moron. And thanks, Kate, for that. Uh, Hopefully I don't have any more pubescent voice changes as we move along. Anyways, or anywho, as Kate has fondly told me, that she hates that term. There you go, Kate. There's your shout out. We're going to talk about something else. So... (laughs) I think Facebook is listening to me as I record these episodes because immediately last week, a BuzzFeed, actually it was CNN, had posted an article about people finding love during during the quarantine. And there was one couple in particular had matched on Hinge and within a month, they are now pretty much living together, uh, going on hikes. They were brave enough to take their masks off during one of their first dates out in the wilderness. And who knows, they're probably going to get married in one of those micro weddings and live happily ever after. This type of news always puzzles me because I just can't fathom the idea of going out anywhere right now and meeting anybody or I don't know, swapping spit with anybody. Like, it's just, it's, it's just gross. So, I mean, good for them, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know any people like that. So it's, it's interesting to hear that people are still dating and and finding love um, under a medical mask. I also was kind of surprised to hear uh, that guys are getting a lot of action, or so they say, during quarantine. So a few weeks ago, I was listening to the local sports radio station and they had men calling in to say that they've never had more action in their lives uh, during quarantine. They were saying they were meeting up with women on dating sites. They were hooking up in their cars, which how, who, who, how old are you? I mean, hooking up in cars. Okay. Um, One guy in particular was boasting about how he was getting all these ladies. Is romance out the window? I mean, during a pandemic, is it really all about rolling around in someone's 2001 Honda Civic just because you got an itch that you have to scratch? I don't know. I don't know. He was pretty proud of it. I'm sure, you know, the females that he was engaging with probably, you know, they got theirs too, so I can't hate. But yeah, it's it's good to hear. I guess other people are, are surviving it during all of this and I guess are able to, to have human contact. So as we pivot, and that I think is going to be the term for 2020, pivot, as we all pivot our plans, I'm going to just tell you I am super pumped for this episode today. This episode, I think, is so compelling in that it features a friend of mine named Tafara, who is 
a gay man that um, is providing some really interesting insight into dating apps on his end and introducing some parallels that are very similar to what females are experiencing on sites, females, you know, in search of men and men in search of other men. I had a blast with him. He's very honest and open and introduced me to Grinder and kind of all the weird things that happen on there as well. So I think a lot of times I know we've talked about Tinder on this podcast and how some of the messages can be a little creepy. Okay, no, like super creepy. Grinder puts it up to a whole new level. I think this is a great time to get another perspective. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. And we're going to get started with Tafara. I am so happy to welcome Tafara to the show. Tafara, welcome. Hello. Thank you very much for welcoming me. So happy to have you here. Now, Tafara, you are not in your 30s yet. You're still in your 20s. But you are a single man, and I would consider that you're on the hunt. Is that correct? I wouldn't say I'm on the hunt. I'd love to say that I'm being hunted. (laughs) (laughs) And and why do you say you are being hunted? I know you like the chase. We've talked about this before. Yeah, how I, I really chase. I still feel like, especially like the men my age, uh, they don't, they really don't know what they're doing, you know? And it's like, they're just at that point in their lives where they don't take anything seriously. And that is like really frustrating. And I hate to break it to you, but even in their thirties, they still don't know what they're doing and you will still be frustrated. <laughs> okay, then looks like I'm going to be putting myself up for hunting all the way. <laughs> Up up into my 30s. Yeah, you're but definitely yeah. in the long haul for sure. Yeah, well, that that is like the main reason. So I can't, you know, spend energy into being on the hunt for these people who don't even know who they are. I hear you. I hear you. And I think what's interesting is obviously you're on dating apps as well, primarily Grindr. Is that correct? Yes, Grinder and Tinder. And Tinder. Okay. So, yeah. you know, I think that you bring this really great perspective because you're also in search of a male counterpart. And we've talked a lot about the similarities between, you know, females seeking males and males seeking males, that they do a lot of the same things. So it really, you know, it doesn't really matter on sexual preference. I think that, you know, men are still doing the same stuff. across the board (laughs) yeah so can you just give a little insight um, before we dive in to really how grinder works um, for kind of our female listeners that have not experienced that dating app before okay uh well i like to describe grinder as basically like um a supermarket you know okay online it's different from tinder in that tinder i feel like focuses more on the human aspect of people they're presented to you one by one so that they make their case and then you swipe grinder it's really like ordering a pizza so you 
go into your dating app and then you put in like they ask you your preferences the kind of guy you know that you're into blonde brunette six feet toned muscular whatnot wow yeah, that's and super detailed it really is and it like the number of things that you can customize they go up as you pay like obviously like for the premium grand record grinder account but then what it does is after you put in the preferences it then displays all the guys in your neighborhood okay. that match your preferences so then it's literally like walking into a supermarket and you know walking into an aisle and just picking the right loaf of bread <laughs> the right brand that you want well, I think now that you've explained that, that the supermarket reference, it totally makes sense. I think comparison to Tinder and other platforms, you don't really get that deep into sort of how you select. It's more just like age and yeah. a couple other things. So, I mean, I kind of like what I'm hearing, but I would assume knowing you, is the field really small uh, based on your preferences? I, I can imagine you getting really into the nitty gritty in terms of what you're looking for? Actually, no, surprisingly. I, mm, which is one of the things that surprises me about myself, actually. I'm not at all into like physical, like the physicality. I'm more of like a person, a personality type of, um, yeah, which is what I always say. Like you could look like Brad Pitt for me, but if you don't have a personality, it's not gonna work out. You're just as good as a dead body. I mean, <laughs> or like a doll or a mannequin in a store, I mean. So I guess like in that regard, it doesn't really like affect me. Like, yeah, like the little nitty gritties. I'm not, I'm not really picky actually, as long as like you just have like a great personality and you know what you want. That's good. That's very mature of you and not shallow at all. So I think that that's great. You know, a lot of times I think even as females, we get locked into kind of this dream scenario in terms of because you got to think like dating apps are so superficial because you're really yes. off your connections on what people look like and vice versa no baby girl no 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 <laughs> no, no, no no you you have got to stop doing that if you want to find happiness with someone I think and I think like the modern problem is that yeah, I've also been thinking about this a lot, which is like my last ex, like one of the most beautiful men that I have ever seen in my life. You know, the outside is shiny, it's good. But then the inside, it's like questionable. So it's, yep. so it's like, do you want that? You know, do you want to like sacrifice the quality of your relationship just so that you can look good? In, in, on Instagram together or when you're walking down Newbury Street or something and you're holding hands. I mean, which goes back to my idea about personality and choosing like more, because those are the things that last, I feel. Yeah, it sounds cliche, but like even if you have like a good looking guy, like he's gonna get old at some point. So yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, I see, especially on the female side, I think women get really better looking in their thirties because we know how to do our makeup and our hair and take care of ourselves. And I think guys just kind of, yeah. and then they, they go the other direction. But Jafara, yeah. I know that 
when it comes to personality and things on Grinder, you've definitely been open about some of the messages that you've received. And we're going to get into that in a little bit, but I want to break here for a second because I want you to kick us off in this episode by uh, participating in our segment, Not a John Wayne. So again, if you're new to the podcast, this is where we ask or where I ask guests to really make their pitch about what guys are doing on dating apps that just really doesn't embody that John Wayne persona, that cowboy that's going to save the day, really that sort of glorified uh, guy that's going to come and and make it all work for you. Again, uh, listen to the Paula Cole song where she's kind of pining away for her John Wayne. So Jafara, uh, before we get started, do you have a topic in mind that you are ready to make your plea for? Uh, profile pictures. Profile pictures. Okay, that's a good one. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock and I'll let you know when time is up. Are you ready? Oh, it Never looks like... <laughs> Totally getting into character here. Uh, for those of you, obviously, that cannot see, uh, what did you just, what is, what do you guys do? Did you just take a hit of your jewel? What is that? Oh, yeah, my electronic cigarette. Okay. I need my New Year's All right, get you're getting, you're getting in the mood. I appreciate that. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Set and go. Okay, profile pictures. Please don't you know, post shirtless profile pictures and make them like, you know, your main attraction. I find it so unattractive because I think like you're screaming like, oh my God, I have a shiny exterior, but I've got nothing inside. Please like just concentrate on, on my shiny exterior. If I wanted to hire a physical, like whatever a carpenter or whatever with a great body, I would have done something else. Please don't put profile pictures when you're in groups. I mean, it's kind of nice because it shows your like, connected but it's confusing because we don't know who it is sometimes and uh fish guys who do like really like masculine things on their pop up like fishing or bungee jumping time's I up wish you, had... you can finish your thought finish your thought i was just wanted to say that i i wish you were that you were as adventurous <laughs> as you are on your profile picture okay take note taken um i completely agree with you about the group uh, photo thing. And it's just interesting to me because when those come up, you're really trying to figure out who the person is and you're like praying it's the like one hot guy in the group photo and it never is. (laughs) It never is. It never is. The shortest, the one who's posing not well, yeah. Yeah, so totally. And I think that that's why they put them in groups because they want to make, you know, what they perceive as their unattractiveness. They want to make it better by surrounding themselves maybe with their hard friends. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense. And it's, it's good to know, again, across the board that they're all, these men are doing the same things. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the same sort of tactics. So uh, that was a great plea to all the men out there that are doing that. Cut it out. Let's now uh, dive into sort of your experience. You have shared a couple of screenshots of some of the messages that you have received on your Instagram account that are 
a little aggressive. Can you talk a little bit about being on the receiving end of those? I know that that's common for a lot of people, but um, are you finding on Grinder that guys are, are more aggressive and assertive and kind of in the sliding in the DMs game? Can you talk about that? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think that's like the main difference between Grinder and Tinder even like for for gay couples on tinder tinder is like for like a more sustainable relationship at the very least i feel like tinder is like for friends with benefits whereas grinder is purely a hit and run situation a hit uh, and run. meaning yeah, it's a hookup and then it's over and then and then it's over like a supermarket like a fast food walk into burger king get a burger and then leave <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how Grindr uh, works. So yes, the men on Grindr are definitely more aggressive than the ones on Tinder because they're literally just on Grindr for sex and, and nothing else. So actually a couple of days ago, um, I got, oh yeah, I think I shared this screenshot on my Instagram with this, I feel like he's a 50 year old man, <laughs> <laughs> which you get a lot on Grindr. Uh, but yeah, there's this man who really was kind of obsessed with me for a couple of days. And then I just ignored his messages. And then in the end, he ended up propositioning like sex for money oh, or marijuana. Yeah. And that is like the reality of Grindr. It's also really tragic because you also have these closeted like men who are like middle-aged, 50 and upwards. They're married. They're grandparents. And are, so do you have age preferences on Grindr? Are you open to dating a 50-year-old man? I find that it depends on like the, the type of man. I can't generalize. There's certainly like, you know, older men, like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's in his 50s. But if I saw him on Grinder and if he had a decent profile, yes, I would hit him up. <laughs> but when you have a guy like, I don't know, someone shady looking like Pence or something, then it's like, no. So it depends on, because they're really, they're older guys who are like really like, mature and are um like they carry themselves well and also like they're very respectful which is what i find you know i don't know why maybe it's because um they kind of missed out on their gay youth Mm -hmm. so now it's like intimacy the gay partner is really important to them in their older age so you find that they're more attentive and they are like more caring and they're actually like into it more than just like we're a hit and run sometimes they like be like do you want to go to like a wine festival with me or do you yeah just like get some because they're really lonely yeah yeah and I think that comes with age too you kind of see that across the board on dating apps that you know, I think the older they are, you're going out for wine rather than beer. And so given your experience, have you ever met up with anyone from Grindr or Tinder? Oh. I'm scared. Have I'm scared I already. Have ever met anybody? Of course, I've met people from Grindr. I lost count. 
I don't know what that says about me. But uh, <laughs> I have. Um, and have you found any success? Ended up dating somebody from there? Or have they been a series of hit and runs, like you say? So, like, well, for me, like, the attitude that I use with Grinder is, like, it's, yeah, it's only more for, like, a, a hit and run. Like, like as I said earlier, like, I'm, I want to be hunted. Not, I don't want to do the hunt. So, like, if there's any, like, idea of, like, a relationship going forth, it's not going to come from me. But it has been, like, like, a lot of, I feel like the majority of the older guys, and older, I would say, like, maybe, like, from their 30s to 45, 45 has been, like, I feel, like, early 40s has been, like, my limit. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in my early 20s, so I think it's not that big of a, Arrange, um, it is, but it's not. That <laughs> I was gonna say, um, <laughs> yeah, it really. Is. <laughs> right. um, but, but you have connected with guys that are your are your age as well, or at least have dated guys your age. From what you've, yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 I have dated like guys my age, and I've also met guys on Tinder. Um, I'm mean, guys on Grinder my age. So I was going to ask you, you know, uh, your bad experiences on the site, but it sounds like the whole exchange of sex and marijuana seems to really be up there. Is there anything else obscure or, or weird that has happened that's come out from using uh, the dating websites? Of course. I mean, Grindr is like, Grindr is so complex now because people aren't using it for just sex anymore people are using it for like drug trafficking methamphetamine cocaine uh yeah so like you have like you know these dealers meth dealers essentially i don't know if they're pretending to be gay or not but they're on grinder and they are offering you you know drugs at weird deals yeah that happens a lot Okay, that makes me slightly terrified for you. You know, please carry a rape whistle with you everywhere you go. <laughs> Tell someone where you're going if you're meeting these people because that's, I mean, I mean, it's, I don't say it's good that you brought it up, but it's definitely true. I think for all of us are super vulnerable when we meet these people online. Yeah. Go and meet them. You never really know who's behind the screen. So, I mean, it's really yeah. To, to keep that in mind and, and be safe. So please continue to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, like well, for me, like my personal rule is I, like when I'm, I first meet someone and I learn some human element about them. I don't like having met in any kind of way the first time I meet them, just to gauge the person and be like, okay. Yeah, that's like my tip on like, on meeting people from dating apps. It's, yeah, lower your expectations. That's number one. That, you know, when you walk into that restaurant, you're not disappointed. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, just making sure that the first meeting is about, you know, checking just to see, okay, you're a normal person. Now, given the quarantine, I know some people have kind of transitioned to like virtual dating, uh, Zoom dates. Um, have you done any of that or are you kind of just laying low until things pick up again and open up? Uh, I think I'm just kind of laying low (laughs) until things, until things pick up again. Yeah. I mean, I don't, 
I'm a very in-person kind of person. Yeah. So like, yeah, Zoom dates, online, texting, those don't really do anything for me other than just like, it's not where I get the love from, if you get what I mean. Yep. Gotcha. Well, I think you've given us some really great insight and there are so many similarities. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy jeweling schedule as you continue to take it and roll your eyes at me. Just to any last word or thoughts uh, as we close it out today? That, yeah, like, dating is about you being happy. You know, it's not about anybody else. That, I feel like the secret to happiness is, you know, thinking about what's best and what's important for you, not what other people think. I think that's great advice. And I think that's a great motto to live by and, and not putting so much value in what your Tinder or Grinder or Bumble date thinks of you, but really what you think about yourself. So Tafara, thank you as always, the poet that you are leaving us with some, some really great insight and enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you. Also, I just got a message from a Tinder. Um, match right now oh wow they, they must know <laughs> they must know you want to be hunted <laughs> i know uh oh my god he wants to meet this weekend uh are you going to do that i don't know i will have to decide i guess i'm really glad that i have the whole week well i guess we'll stay tuned and we'll have to have you come back and we'll have to hear what your decision was And that's a wrap with Tafara. I hope all of you gained some really great perspective from hearing from him. I love how honest he was and blunt and just straight to the point. And, you know, brings me back to my 20s when I was a little bit more fearless. And now I'm just a little bit more uptight. Thank you again for listening. Special thanks to Tafara. For those of you who are not subscribed, be sure to hit that subscribe button. So you'll get notified when I drop a new episode on Mondays. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Cowboys Gone Pod. I will see you all next week.